It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Happy Tuesday night et bonjour, bonsoir, Simon Marcel, Simon Marcel, welcome to the rendezvous. I want to start the show by, by saying how excited I am for, for tonight's show. In every show, if you've listened to the rendezvous before, or even if it's your first time, you know, we have your questions and then we have your love stories and then I say stories. And there's something that little got into me is that every time I hear those love stories of yours, uh, it inspires me. Sometimes I take notes even. I said, Jill, write this down, my producer here, because it teaches me maybe how to love better. And I hope it helps you too. So thank you for that too. Now it's time for your questions. So 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, don't hesitate. Just dial 855-905-8255. Tessa, Bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour Tessa, welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, I met this amazing guy from the Caribbean. He was here visiting and, you know, he felt, he really fell in love with, you know, the city I live in. And I really don't know if he really likes me or he likes me because I can't really get him acclimated, you know, and adjust. So I don't, I don't know if I should you know, take the relationship any further or if I should just, you know, look at him as trying to use me. So I don't really know what to do. Okay. I have a solution for you, Tessa. So um, if we asked your intuition, because every woman in the world has a wonderful tool called intuition, what is your intuition telling you, Tessa, about this guy? It's really kind of hard because I am attracted to him. I understand that, but I'm not asking about attraction. I'm asking about intuition. Do you feel he's here to use you to get to this country or this city, or do you think he really, truly loves you? No, I don't really think he truly loves me. Fair enough. So then you know what to do. you got to stop seeing this person. The beautiful thing, Tessa, and I'm so glad you called me, any time in the future you have a doubt... And because women have this tool that is never, never wrong, can't play you, can't betray you, intuition. So therefore, listen to it, and you know what to do. So I'm glad you called me. You don't have to stay with this man. I don't want you to be used by anyone. Break up with him and find somebody who wants to love you for you, not to get here for any other reasons, okay? Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're most welcome, and have a good night. Have a good night. We need to go to that Facebook message I just got because somebody has an attraction with maybe the wrong person. So that's coming up next. If you have a question and you can't call me, just send me a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. Trisha, what is going on with Madeline and that new crush of hers? All right, so Madeline says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Madeline. I'm in love with my best friend's ex-husband and he mm. is in love with me too. Mm -hmm. There has always been a spark between us, but we have only been seeing each other for the past month after their divorce was finalized. My best friend has no idea, and she talks to me all the time about how she really misses him, which makes me feel terrible. I want to keep seeing him, but if I tell her, I know it will destroy our friendship. What should I do? Madeline, what should you do when you're in love? with your best friend, ex-husband. Stay with me. I'm going to tell you that next. So what should you do 
like Madeline just sent me that Facebook message, you are in love with your best friend's ex-husband, and he is in love with you too. Should you tell your actual friend, hey, I'm in love with your ex-husband, or not? Now, here's the thing. True love is bigger than friendship. True love is unstoppable. True love will break walls, cross the ocean, Romeo and Juliet. So we can't ignore it. So, Madeline, don't feel bad. They are divorced now. You're not being a bad friend. It's bad if they're not divorced. When people are divorced legally, it's fair game. And if you guys are in love with each other, I'm sorry for your friend, mais c'est la vie. And she has to find somebody who's going to make her happy. So you should tell her the truth soon. Hey, by the way, you know, after you guys divorce, I've started to see you ex. We're in love. And I'm very sorry if it hurts your feelings, but, you know, I'm going to go with it. Own true love. Don't hide it. That's my advice. Your calls and your questions are next. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Josephine, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Josephine. I love the name Josephine. I'm, you know, it's, it's a wonderful, charming name, Josephine. Uh, so how can I help you tonight? Yeah, um... It seems like none of my friends like my boyfriend, and I don't know what to do about it. Mm, why? What is it with him? I don't know. I mean, I I think he's just kind of shy, and so sometimes people um, take him the wrong way. But I don't know. They they just they don't think he's that nice. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's good. you have to explain that to me, Josephine, because it's one thing to be shy, and it's another thing that your friends think is not nice. There must be a well, reason to that. He's just not that friendly. He's like more the quiet type. But is he at least polite, engaging, or is just high and that's it? He, he goes to his corner and look at his phone. Kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So have you had the chance to talk to him about this? No. Why not? Not yet. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to bring okay. it up. Okay. So here's what I would do. I would say, listen. The right compromise is you don't take him everywhere all the time. Tell him, when. let's do a compromise. So maybe you don't like to hang out with my friends. I get it. But sometimes I need you to come with me. So let's let's just talk about how much do you want to spend socially with me and my friends. And then when you are with us, I'm asking you to make an effort. We'd shout a little more, be more social. And then in return, you don't have to come all the time. And you can just you know either stay home, see your friends. So it's a good compromise, Josephine. What I'm trying to get is... I want you and him to have a conversation where it's a win-win. Because if he doesn't like social events, it's torture for him. But I get it. It's your boyfriend that he should make a little effort for you and be more social. So compromise. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so have the conversation. Find the right deal, the right compromise, and go from there. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome, Josephine. Et bonsoir. Bonsoir. How important is it for you that your friends like your new partner. Let's talk about that next. When you date somebody, how important is it that your friends kind of like your new partner? Do you care? You don't care? And do you make a big deal out of it? Because for some people, it's a deal breaker, right? So they're very close to their friends. And if the, the new person uh, is not welcome or liked by the friends, it can be a deal breaker. So then, should you break up with your partner because your friends don't like them? Let's talk about that next. So here's the question. 
You date somebody new, you're close to your friends, your friends don't like that new partner of yours. Would you break up with that person because your friends don't like him or her? And should you do this? Here's my take on this one. If you found somebody you love, don't worry about the rest of the world. If you feel happy with somebody new, your friends, your family, no matter who it is, stay with the person if they make you happy. It's the balance of happiness that should decide whether you stay with somebody or not. It's our life, our heart, our soul, our feelings. No one should interfere once we're happy. That's my take on this. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, just call me. 855-905-8255. Tara, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Tell me what's going on with you tonight. So, um, my fiancé and I get into a lot of arguments when he travels because I love when he texts me good morning and texts me good night when he's away. And I just think it's really important for the person that you love to be like the first voice you hear in the morning and last at night. And he has this horrible habit of going out at night after work, drinking with his friends, and then winds up passing out cold and texting me the next day like it's no big deal. And this happens all the time, and he just doesn't get it, and it drives me crazy. So I want to know, am I insane for expecting him to text me goodnight? Am I acting like his mom? Or do I have a right to feel this way because I'm going to be his wife? So how long, so I just want to know, did he change his behavior from the beginning of the relationship to now? So at the beginning, was he texting you goodnight every night and then things slipped away and fade away? Or was that was always the case? He was always forgetting. Uh, it was always the case. I think he's just always forgotten because he, he, I don't think he was raised like that and I was raised very different. So I don't know. It's just something that I do. Okay. So how important is it for you that he does it? I mean... I don't want to say it's a deal breaker, but it's very important for me. You know, especially when he's traveling. I just want to know if he's safe. And he always tells me he thinks I'm, like, sneaking up on him. And he calls me the KGB. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, the CIA, you're always, you know, checking up on me. I'm like, I'm not checking up on you. I don't think there's any girls there. I just want to say goodnight. Maybe what maybe you're not saying is it's important for you to see him cares for you to say goodnight and how are you. Maybe... Yeah. The, there's a kind of a projection on you and it's not so much only that he calls you is you want and need to feel that somebody cares for you at night too and just like we say good yeah. morning how are you the last thing you should hear from him is how are you is everything okay and then have a good night and that's what you have to explain to him that it's not just because you need to hear his voice it's because you appreciate and you expect you other half to check on you if he doesn't get it then I would really question where I'm at because this is the least anyone should do, Tara. So I, I'm 100% on your side. The thing is, if he drinks too much, it's a matter of addiction. It's a conversation for another day. But in both cases, do not marry somebody who makes you unhappy. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much. That really put my mind at ease. I'm going to have a good conversation with him tonight and just really think about these things. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, Tara. Good, good luck to you and him. Really good luck. Thank you so much. Have you ever ignored red flags and then regretted it? Let's talk about that next.
Have you ever started a relationship and ignore red flags? Because, I mean, really, it's interesting. We all have, by the way, so don't think you're the only one there. I'm the king of forgetting the red flags. But now I kind of know them more. And so what are the red flags? What does that mean, red flags? Red flags is that somebody that you're dating behaves in a way that hurts your feelings, and you'll always find an excuse to not address it. So Tara, her boyfriend, now fiancé, didn't call her at night because he was drinking out with his buddies and would call her the next day and she keep telling him and telling him and he doesn't change his behavior. You would think, this guy doesn't care about Tara. He doesn't. But she didn't look at it because she loves him, she's afraid of rejection and so on. So when it comes to red flags, I have one rule and I'm going to share it with you. I hope it helps you too. It's a rule I got from my own shrink. I think you'll like it. That's next. Have you ever ignored red flags in a new relationship or even in your actual relationship? I have. Quick story, I dated this girl, very, very charming, way back when. And then little by little, I realized she didn't really care about me. All the little red flags, she forgot my birthday, she was not on time, she would make excuses and not show up, and this and that. But can I be honest? The ooh-la-la, the charm, the time together was just lovely. And so I told my shrink, my therapist, I was complaining about her, and he said to me, but why do you ignore the red flags? And I said, I don't know. He said, because you're afraid she's going to break up with you if you complain. But you should not want to be with somebody who hurts your feelings. That's the key. Red flags are lights and signals sent by the universe for us not to suffer, for us to protect ourselves. So we've got to respect those lights, okay? The lights of, of truth. Red flags mean stop. So don't date somebody that has too many red flags. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you're listening to me every night and you're single like me, you must admit that all those romantic stories are the proof that love is out there and there's hope for all of us, me included. Uh, I want to hear all the love stories. Sean, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. I heard that you had a love story to share with us on The Rendezvous. Uh, I do. Uh, just recently, I came back from Key West, Florida. I was down in in Key West um, with my girlfriend, and we uh, decided to. I had take. I had. I had surprised her by taking uh, sailing lessons without telling her. So when we were down there, I rented us a small sailboat, and we got to go out to some of the uninhabited kind of desert islands that are in the Gulf of Mexico, just by mm-hmm. ourselves, where we had our own private beach. And it was incredible until I grounded the sailboat. I got stuck, and we were basically stranded. We were, we were castaways on a tiny little island about 10 miles off of the coast of Key West. And we were really scared, uh, and, and then it just turned into the most magical. We just made the best of it and uh, threw out a blanket and sat on the beach and had some wine and dolphins swam by and uh, we saw a sea turtle and then finally uh, after spending most of the early part of the evening there we were getting really scared because we were losing the light the sun was going down but just as we watched the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen in my life we were rescued by uh, a fisherman on a little power boat he wow. pulled us out of the mud. Wow. If you had to say the most romantic moment of all that story, which one is it? 
um, it's the sunset. When, when the sun was setting into the ocean was almost the exact moment that we saw our rescuer. And wow. uh, we were just kind of holding hands, staring out, off into the sunset, and she saw the boat and waved, waved around, and he rescued us, and she gave me a big kiss uh, for, for a good effort, but bad execution <laughs> for getting wow. us stuck in the mud, but... It was beautiful. Wow. It was it was the it was the most magical moment I've ever had with her. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm glad you guys are safe and good and with us. So thank you again. I mean, what a beautiful story. I just visualized it. So thank you so much and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Next, I have this question for you. Do you think dating someone who's separated is okay or no way? We're going to answer that next. Do you think Dating someone who's separated is okay or it's a no way, right? That's a question I have for you. I repeat, do you think dating someone who's separated is okay or no way? And that question was also posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out. If you don't follow us on Instagram, do it. And everything else is at therendezvousshow.com. You find everything. So the answer of dating someone who's separated okay or not okay 55% of you voted no way, and 45% said totally okay. I feel that once you're separated from somebody, there's not a problem. So I will be part of okay. But each their own, and that's the point of this show. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening, for calling, for sharing your stories. I really appreciate you being with us on The Rendezvous. Et à demain. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.